What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. This is our first podcast in a couple of weeks. We've kind of took a break over the all-star break. Uh, the last one was reaction to the trade deadline. So in a way, we have a lot to talk about, but also not a lot has been going around about the Blazers recently. Um, so we'll do a little mailbag pod today. We put on the Instagram to ask us some questions, and we got a good amount of questions uh, that we'll be answering today. Obviously, we don't have Cody today. He is not available to do this podcast today, so it'll just be me and West. Um, How are you feeling, West? Blazers play in like uh, a little under an hour. Um, Yeah, we got the Nuggets nuggets at home. Is that correct? uh, I'm not sure if it's home or away. It might be away. Could be away. Well, anyway, I'm doing good. Uh, Kind of part of the season where – we will probably be the most irrelevant as a franchise because like it's after the trade deadline, we're literally done until the summer and we're really honestly trying to lose games. And that's been evidenced by uh, certain players not being available anymore. Uh, And just, yeah, organizationally, I think that's the direction we're going. So, you know, no one's really paying attention to the Blazers right now. Obviously, Andrew Simons has been a very, very, very big bright spot for this team. He's given great defenders like Drew Holiday just the absolute cookies. He's just been killing, killing these guys. Uh, so that's been good to see. But other than that, it's just not much to talk about. Not much to be excited about these days. Just kind of wait until, waiting until the summer, which is when the magic's going to happen. Yeah, I guess the only big thing to come out recently, and you alluded to that holding out players, maybe uh, Nurkic is out for like a month. Is it injured, with, correct, foot? Um, a plantar fasciitis in his foot. Um, a couple sources have told us uh, personally that the injury might not be as serious as you would think, but it's more precautionary. And right yeah. now, given the fact that we're obviously not trying to win anything big this year, we can afford to be precautionary. So might as well just keep him out and uh, lose some games. So, yeah, well, look, here's the thing about that. You know, obviously the Blazers have a long history with big men and injuries, specifically in the lower parts of the body, like the foot or the ankle. So the Blazers can definitely spend this to be like, look, we're protecting Nurk. We want to keep him here, which I think they probably want to at this point, unless, you know, a fantastic deal comes along. But you want to protect your big man. If he's, you know, a little injured, a little sore in the foot or whatever plantar fasciitis is, I'm not a doctor. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, you want to be precautionary. And it helps losing games. So they definitely had that in mind, but I will definitely, they're not just sitting him and he's healthy. He's definitely hurt. So before we get the conspiracy theories going, guys. Yeah. I think he had been playing through it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, there's, there's just no need. Kind there's of similar no to what like Dame's injury, like you could shut him down and go ahead and just get him healthy. Might as well go ahead and do that now. Exactly. Um, actually, something else did happen. Six days ago, wow, since our last podcast revolving around the roster, uh, we released the Dennis Smith Jr., and we also signed Trenton Watford to a four-year deal, officially getting him off of that two-way deal, giving him four years, five for him. million. Uh, good for him. Good for Watford. I actually tweeted out when that happened. I was just like, good for him. You know, happy for him. He's worked really hard this year. He's been one of those guys that flies under the radar, but, you know, Slowly over the years, or over the year, you know, the start of the year when he got the ball in his hands, I was like, no, 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 no. And now, you know, I'm confident with the ball in his hands. Makes good decisions, plays within himself. I think he definitely deserves the contract. So I'm very happy for him that he got on a guaranteed deal. I think if you look like 
three years when he's still on a $1 million deal, um, mm -hmm. that'll look like a really good contract. Um, and if it doesn't work for us, good trade piece. I, that yeah. sounds a little cynical, but that's the business. Yeah. Um, that's really all that's gone on over the past week or two. So I guess we'll go ahead and um, jump into this mailbag unless you got something else. We well, we can save it for the end unless you want to do it before the mailbag. It's up to you. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So, well, I just wanted to talk about some of our plausible options to draft this this summer, just because I I, I, I watched them over the weekend. Let um, me make. Sure. I think that actually is one of our questions. If that's one of the questions, that's a perfect segue into this yeah. mailbag. Yeah, we'll go ahead beautiful. and segue into the mailbag. Beautiful question from Alex Apicella. And his good, question good is job, potential draft targets, question mark. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, I'll go ahead and give the floor to you. Well, let's start with depends on where we are. I know that's a, like, thank you, duh, but, like, it depends, you know? If we're in the top three, you got three guys you're going for. If you're not in the top three or top four, you know, then you got to look a little far, farther down. Obviously, the top three guys have gotten a lot of noise, so we'll, we'll – for the exercise, for the question, we'll say we are in position to draft whoever we want. We'll say that, okay? So we have Paolo Benchero, mm -hmm. Chet Holgram, and Jabari Smith. Yeah, those are like the consensus top three currently. In yeah, I watched, I've watched all three of them in the past two weeks. I actually saw Paolo in person. I went to the Duke-Clemson game just because just for the kicks. Uh, completely just dogged Clemson. He, he's a min among boys. He's a beast. Um, however, I, I like Jabari the most. Most NBA ready, in my opinion. I mean, that dude is 6'10", can shoot. And, like, I, mean, they, they, I watched their road game at Tennessee over the weekend, and he was everywhere around the rim. Him and Walker Kessler is the other big at Auburn. They just are dynamic one-two punch. He honestly gives me a lot of, like, Evan Mobley vibes, but can shoot. Oh, yeah. I mean, his wingspan, I think he has, like, a 7'4 wingspan or something like yeah. that. And there was a game where he knocked – I was talking to somebody who's an Auburn fan recently, and he said over this past week he was like 15 of 19 from three. That's, just, that's that insane. That's scary. That's insane. You know, and Auburn honestly should have won that game, but I did tweet out that the Auburn guard sucked. So, uh, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was watching the game, and I was like, wow, you got to get the ball to Jamari Smith. Number two, I'm taking Paolo again, and it's less – because Paolo is good and more just, I just do not trust Chet Holgram with that frame. Uh, it's a scary build. It's high risk, he but got, possibly with a high reward. He got dogged against St. Mary's last night. Yeah. He's getting dogged. So I, I would, Jabari Smith is the prize though for me. What about you? You agree? I think, yeah, Jabari is definitely the guy I want the most, but I think Paolo is number two if he's in a position to draft. I think the consensus is we want to get a wing or possibly a center if that comes because I've seen some mock drafts on ESPN that has us taking a guard, like taking us, doing us Ty Ty Washington or Peyton Ivy. Oh, stop. Are, I think they're great prospects. Jaden Ivy, it's good. He's got a, I've watched him. He's got some jaw Morant to his game, yeah. a little like twitchy, very explosive in the open floor, really works the mid-range, but like, I'm sorry, we don't need a guard. Yeah, this but is in I the love NFL. I'm looking as I look at the big board right now. I'm using Tankathon. Um, I Jabari's obviously one, mm -hmm. Paolo two, another Duke guy, AJ Griffin, small forward. He's been shooting the ball lights out recently. I can kind of like him, and then also mm -hmm. Keegan Murray. 
He's more of a guy that's okay. been in college for three years, or maybe this is his fourth year. I'm not sure. Uh, power forward out of Iowa. He's possibly the leader for player of the year this year. So what are your thoughts? I mean, there's on options. The, uh... I just want to make sure we get ourselves what we need. I think fit is big here. What are your thoughts on a uh, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin? I like Johnny Davis. I've watched him a lot recently. Um, Six five. The well, thing is, he sucks. plays bigger than he is. He leads. He has like he averages like nine rebounds a game. Um, he also have... we end up in like the top five. I don't want to take him. If we agree, yeah, it's all like about value. Tenses area, and he's the best available. And then I'm taking him over a guard. What about Benedict Mathurin from Arizona? Arizona? He's a long guy. I, is he six six? Is he a small forward? He is. It's just wing sophomore yeah. six six. I would say small forward. Um. Again, I think he's like Johnny Davis. Those are one of those guys that I would take if we're in like a low, if we're are like the eight through twelve range. Um, yeah. If I sim, if I do tankathon right now, let's just do a tankathon on our on my phone right now. Where do we get? We get the New Orleans pick and we get our own pick at eight. Where? where see, that, honestly. That's the most likely scenario. What if we package those opinion. and move up? Would that be something you would be willing to do? I don't it would know. have to be for someone better than Jeremy Grant. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. No, I mean package those up and move up to like the top three to get yourself like a Jabari oh. Smith. Yeah, I would do that. I think if you're guaranteed to get at least Paolo or Jabari, you do that. But yeah, you're not I think doing Paolo, that to five. I think Jabari is far and away the best prospect in the draft. But yeah, that's my answer to that question. That was a little drawn out, but there you go. Um, another question from that same person, Alex Apicola. Uh Starting lineup when Dame is healthy. Is it, okay. This is another tough one. Because um, I could guarantee you there's a guy who's going to start next year that's not on the team right now. Yeah. So I'll just say with this current roster and the draft pick, or you know, we'll go for next year. Like you said, you don't know where that person's going to be, but I think Dame and Ant are going to start. And if not, Ant's going to come off the bench. I do think we bring yeah. back Nurkic. I think Nurkic mm-hmm. will be starting at center. I think we'll draft somebody to start at the three or four. And I think we'll sign Nasir. You have Nasir. Nasir, too. Nasir could start. It's a lot of Nasir flexibility. Could start. It's kind I of think the theme we're I, talking about. I, ideally, yeah, <laughs> that is the theme. Ideally, I think it's Dame and um, either, you know, a draft or Nasir or MLE guy. The prize, free agent acquisition in the offseason that would be hopefully it it, right now it's looking like it's Jeremy Grant although there will be someone else who becomes available just that's the way the playoffs work you know someone's going to become disgruntled someone's going to want out you know if the Celtics get bounced early get the whispers from for Jalen Brown Mm -hmm. um would you send the eight and ten pick for Jalen Brown yes I think eight and ten yeah I think so yeah I would too so but tough to tell I do think Dame and Nurk if they are on the team, if we resign Nurk, they are shooting starters. I really think Ant's going to start. He's he's shown too much to not to come off the bench with a contract extension. Yeah, and he'll definitely get a big, a big contract for sure. Speaking um, of Anthony, yeah. quickly. Speaking of Anthony, did you see his uh his comments about wanting to stay in Portland? No. Basically, he just pledged loyalty to Portland. It was like you know, I don't want to speak out of con out of like words out of his mouth because I didn't like read it super closely, but I would think like the gist of it was he is wanting to stay in Portland. He thinks it's the best fit for him. So that's good. 
those Dame loyalties rubbing off. Oh, yeah. Speaking of loyalty, did you see Dame's interview with Draymond Green? I did about CJ. It was like I watched the whole hour of it, uh, or mm. I was just listening to it in the car. Uh, this is a, a lot of funny comments from that thing. Like he, just in he general. Talking, yeah, like Dame was like, you know, I don't know why people don't want to come to Portland. Like people have gone to OKC before, and OKC is definitely not better than Portland. Did see and he that. was talking about he was just that. like. There's a reason he wants to stay. It's not just like he has a life in Portland. Like it's a lot harder than you think just to pick you up, pick up your bags and move somewhere else suddenly. Yeah, I mean, look at Chris Paul. Man's been on so many different teams and finally got a Western Conference Finals on the Suns. I mean, I don't know. It, it, basically, the point is the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Yeah, I think Dame that's going exactly somewhere. what Dame said. Yeah, well, I didn't watch it, but that's yeah, that's pretty much what he's saying in my opinion. Yeah, he was saying he's pretty confident in the plan they have going into the summer. But he also the said other it's thing just one too, of where he has to wait and see. So. It's like Dame's one of the only players who is outwardly loyal. Like, I think he's built his brand and his image so much that if he did leave Portland, I think he's kind of backed himself into staying in Portland. I could be wrong. He could do, he could do whatever he wants, but I think that's kind of something to think about. I want to make a whole video about this, like a, just a separate video, but it's just like – the double standard that Blaze or not Blaze fans, NBA fans, like casual fans, have toward Damian Lillard, like mm-hmm. they get so mad at KD for leaving and all these people for not being loyal. But now they're like making memes about Dame for staying with the grind and staying in Portland. But like, if he leaves, you're gonna say that he's ring chasing because exactly. he's not gonna leave and want to go to another small market. If you're telling him to leave, he deserves to go to a bigger market. I call it I call it the uh, Laker paradox. Actually, you know, you have the Lakers are a super team, but at the same time, old and washed. <laughs> kind of funny, but you just got to ignore the comments that are obviously made without any thought behind them. But all right, next question. Next question before we go um, too far into that. <laughs> we got two people that asked this. Uh, Theodore Vorse, Theodore underscore Vorse said, uh, what free agent signings would you like to get this summer? And before I asked this question, I looked up a list because the free agent class this year is kind of weak, honestly. It's a lot of restricted free agency. Um, mm-hmm. I do think the biggest move that the Blazers will make is in a trade, kind of like going after Jeremy Grant again or other disgruntled stars. But two guys that I've seen that are restricted and like the Blazers could just throw a bunch of money at them and hope that they – sign it and the other team doesn't match is DeAndre Ayton um, and then Miles Bridges out of obviously Charlotte uh, because like right now the 10th or the ninth best free agent this summer is Yusuf Nurkic. Wow. A ton of restricted free agents. Um, wow. Those are the two that I would see us most realistically going after. Yeah. So I guess we're restricting our, well, sorry, we're just this class. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, like, Jalen Brown wants out. I want Jalen Brown. That doesn't, yeah. doesn't count. No. Because All right. Well, it's yeah. – go ahead. What are you going to say? That's like too – I was going to say that's just too hard to predict. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go Jeremy Grant's on the list. Um, yeah, because I think that's, that's realistic at least. That's realistic. They were very close to doing a deal, but I think the Pistons didn't want to do it because they wanted to see where our pick was going to be in the Pelicans pick. Um I so Jeremy Grant. Um, I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't think Jalen Brown is going to 
end up being available. I mean, no, I don't either, but that they're I mean, really turning. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted, so yeah, they're doing good. I mean, if they have a first round exit, yeah, you never know. Um, I would say Eaton doesn't make a lot of sense if we were keeping Nurk, obviously. Um, if you're moving on from Nurk and throwing the bag at Aiton, then yeah, you do it. I say you do it. I would say Jeremy Grant's the list, honestly. I, that's known. Everything else is too hard to predict. I mean, I don't think in free agency, at least, we're going to be making any Gordon splash Gordon Hayward, maybe. I think it's more going to be in trades is the splash moves and free agency is like okay. the key pieces. It's going to be similar to all the signings we made in – as bad as the offseason was in 2016 for the future, uh, that was when we did bring all of our role players in the Evan Turner, Mo Harkless, Alfred Camino that ended up being big for our team over the next yeah. four years. I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. I just don't want to be – I don't want new Joe Cronin to sell us the fact that Nick Stauskas is our premier free agent. <laughs> like the new old say days are gone, man. got to go for the title here. Let's go. Um, let's see here. Next question from Jude Hampton underscore. It's a pretty broad question. We've kind of been alluding to it the whole time. Where do you see Portland next season? So let's just say like, what's like, I would assume you think we're going to be back in the playoffs. I, I do. I think I don't want to be like homerish because, you know, I'm oh, for the four seed. Like, I, I don't know, but the West is considerably weaker than the East right now. Um, which is interesting because the West has been really the better conference for a long time. Um, you have Golden State. You have the Suns. The Jazz, we'll see what D-Mitch does. You know, you've heard things come out of Utah. Denver, I think Denver will be good next year, getting healthy. I'll say the five or six seed. <laughs> I mean, I'll say the five or six seed. I, I think it could be better, but I, I don't want to be like, just say we're going to get the one seed or something. I real think question, the real question is, do you think that like, obviously Dame's prime is dwindling and his just career, like time's not on his side. Like, do you think next year is going to be his best year winning a championship or do you think that comes three years down the road? Wow. Uh, man. I'm going to say three years down the road. I'll probably agree with you. Uh, I think people are, need to realize that, like this draft is going to be big because it's like the one year we're okay with tanking. So you like you got to stop winning games and like if you draft a you know a top six guy who can become a fringe all star by year three, then you have Dame hopefully and a fringe all star by then mm-hmm. another fringe all star. And then maybe it becomes more of an attractive destination for free agents and you get like good role players that can like, like, uh, like we were talking about this the other day, Um, me and my, my friends, like PJ Tucker, Jay Crowder, guys like that are like, they make every team better because they just do things to help you win, like make threes and play defense. (laughs) Like PJ Tucker is perfect for that heat team. Literally plays such hard defense. I'm like, I'm sorry, but we don't have one of those right now. Like, Nasir Little could be that guy. He could be that guy. But he hasn't proved it over the course of years. So we don't know. Mm-hmm. I would say three years down the line, though. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that if we are going to be winning a championship, it's not going to be with Dame carrying. It's going to be like 
Dame could still be the best player, but you got another guy averaging 25. It could be Simons. You got you just going to need a lot of good players around him for sure. Yeah. Um let's see here. Kind of kind of like Dirk, Dirk on the 21 bounds. Yeah. That's yeah, a that's the way I want to see Dame win a championship. Yeah, with one team his whole career. And then you kind of take a back seat, still play an important part, but you don't, you're not averaging 40 in the playoffs <laughs> or even 30, or probably even 20. Um, we got one from Rip.City Official. He said, How much cap space have we opened up for next season? I think the answer to that is I think we're around like $60 million right now in which cap is, space, which is insane. And that is before signing Nurk and Ant. Yeah. That's like, like right now. That, that's not including like an ant or that's like an ant contract essentially would eat into that space. But there is, I think we can, it's either Nurk or ant. I don't know which one. I think one of them you could like, it's fine if we go over then cap space to sign them. Um, uh, I think it's, it's gotta be ant, right? I could be wrong though. I'm not, I'm not super well versed in the salary cap. Like just all the like nooks and crannies of it. Like obviously, you know, general cap space and luxury tax and the repeater and all that stuff. But like, I'm not like, oh, you know, like because we signed Nurk and during the off season, he, we have his bird. Like, I don't know that stuff. I think the the, the key is, or the it's kind of like a blessing and like kind of scary having this much cap space because it's like that just means like sixteen all over again. You've got to you've got to spend that money. You don't want to end up fielding a team and having thirty extra million dollars in cap space. So that yeah. money could go. Too much to some places, or it's just well, you, got, you really have to again, That's true, but we haven't had this opportunity in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we've been giving it to players who are good that are like the whole point is roster balance here. So I, I think the front office would be insane, like mentally insane, if they like clear all this space just to sign more guards. You know, like I think once because they cleared this space, traded CJ, traded Norm, like they're following through with more roster balance. Like you're getting Damon Ant at $10 million cheaper than Damon CJ, which is a full starter more or less. 10 mil was arguably a starter, like your fourth or fifth option. Mm -hmm. That's huge. That's huge. And Ant's going to be better, in my opinion. There, I said it. Speaking about Ant, uh, we got another question. Danny uh, Danny Goose 901. Danny Meringue. The Danny Meringue. That's the yeah. question. <laughs> Will Simons be an all-star within the next five years? Oh. Man. It's tough. So here's the thing you got you to gotta keep in mind. He's doing this without Dame on the floor. I'm not saying he can do it, but Dame's going to have a lot of the ball. Mm-hmm. Simons is probably not going to be averaging 25 with Dame on the floor. I think another big if is how good the Blazers are as a team. You know, if you're a top three seed, you can get more than one all-star. And it, it would be Damon Ann. Um, so I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I, I know I just – I yes, too. I think he gets like I, one time, just at least once. I think there's one time in the next five years. Blazers are like the two seed at the trade at, – at the all-star break, and Dame's averaging 22 and Ann's averaging 21. And they're winning games. That's the thing. We've been the eighth seed for so long. They're going to give two undersized guards all-star appearances. And it's a little more flashy than CJ. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say yes. It's a good question, though. It's a good question. I think the rest of these questions are going to – like, we have other questions that 
makes sense or we haven't said, but they're kind of the same thing. So the last two questions are from the same person. It's Westland Rap Backup. Interesting. uh, Interesting account. Um, Nice. Love it. We'll go with, they both have to do with Ant. First one is what is the expected contract Anthony should get next season? We've kind of alluded to this before. It'll probably be somewhere in the low 20s, maybe high teens. Uh, Yeah. I would say twenty uh, uh, million is probably. The, I think twenty is the starting point. At. I think Simons will probably end up getting twenty two, twenty three. I mean, he'll get a lot of money. He's playing a year, right? A, lot of a year. He could like he could be most improved player. He he is averaging or he is bumped to scoring up the most in the NBA. It's like nine point three points. He's would, would you would you give would you give Ant four years eighty mil? Yes, absolutely. There you go. I could. I think that could be the deal you see. Yeah. And uh, you can't. That. You can't go. What was see. What was CJ's deal? Four years, one twenty or something. Something. Absurd. It was thirty million. Something. So that's something right. absurd. So, um, last question that we'll talk about today is again from the Westline Wrap Backup account, and it is. It's a pretty good question uh, because. It actually makes you think a lot. If we were forced to only keep one, should we let Anthony walk or trade Dame? Because that has to do with that has to do with keeping Dame because he's your best player. It has to do with Anthony so much younger. That's that's hard. If you had to pick one, I think I know what I would do. I think we're thinking the same thing. I think I would keep Anthony because if you trade a Dame. The amount you're of stuff you would get in return is insane. You're getting a haul. And, you're and this question just, specifically is not saying trade Anthony. It's just letting Anthony walk this summer, which is like worst case you scenario. Can't, you can't let him walk. You can't get do that Lamar Salter treatment, get nothing in return for your top three player on your team. Uh, yeah, I would trade Dane. It makes the most sense for the franchise. I That would never happen, obviously. This is just an exercise, but it's like, wow, that's so hard. Ant's younger. Ants would be more on the timeline of like a young rebuilding ish team. You'd get so much stuff for Dame. Yeah. yeah, that pains me to say that, but that's what I would do. Um, that's all the questions we have. We'll end talking quickly about Damian Lillard uh, because a report came out about him, or not a report, like news from the Blazers about his injury. It says Dame has progressed through the initial phases phase of his rehab. He's getting back to conditioning and shooting around and stuff. And he'll be reevaluated in two to three weeks. Now, a lot of people saw this awesome. news and was like, okay, two to three weeks, Dame's going to be back soon. And we're going to make a push. Should we let Dame come back and make a push? Yeah. Uh, they purposely no. use the words reevaluated for a reason. That just means that just pushes it back more and more. They don't have to give the, Time they always going to get reevaluated here, and then in three weeks he's going to say reevaluated in three weeks again. Reevaluate is just saying, hmm, ah, two more weeks. Yeah, Dame practically mm-hmm. confirmed, and like mm-hmm. not really, mm-hmm. but in the article or not article, the interview with Draymond Green, Draymond was like, "Do you think you'll be back this year?" And he's just like, "Well, with the state we're in and the goals we have for this season, um, I'm going to play it by ear." Basically saying. Our goal isn't to win. Yeah, reevaluate is just mm, great word. Mm, mm, mm. You are business. 
<laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes, but it's mm, mm, mm. you are still hurt. You got to sit for three more weeks. But yeah, I don't anticipate him coming back. I think Nurk's done for the year. Uh, it's going to be Ant, Greg Brown, and the boys. Did sign Drew Eubanks. I saw that. He's an Oregon State guy. I didn't even know that. He went to Oregon State. I, I was I was looking at his profile the other day. He, I thought he was decent on the Spurs. Did you watch Timbers Day or yesterday? Uh, yeah. Well, no, but I saw the bike. I was sick. Yeah, I didn't really watch any of it either. But the jerseys are clean. Did you watch Atlanta? Not really. I watched a little bit of it. I saw the, the game icer. Ah. Uh, well, but yeah. I think that's all we got. Blazers play in 10 minutes. Five, so, 10 minutes. Probably go watch that. Um, maybe if we have a big game in the future, we might do a like a in-game live stream again. Hey, you, honestly, 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 actually, keep 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 talking, keep talking for a second. Okay. Um, but we go to Denver. We are they're favored by eight and a half. We've got a tough little stretch coming up. We got Nuggets, Suns, Timberwolves twice, then the Jazz. Uh, if we play our cards right, we lose all five. Um, we'll oh, do a quick stand, yeah, quick mind. standings watch here before I give it back to you. Quick standings. We are currently still in the plan. We are one game ahead of the Pelicans, one and a half ahead of the Spurs, and four ahead of the Kings. And then for the tank watch, we currently have the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth worst record in the league, which I don't love, but I could see us dropping down all the way to the fifth by the end of the year. Maybe it's fourth. Mm. What I was going to say was, I know which game we should live stream. It should be the Pelicans Trailblazers game. When is that? March 30th. I thought it was really soon, so I, was, I thought we would be together. But um, If we were to do one really soon, though, let me go to the schedule real quick. You could do um, Probably a the weekend Timberwolves. One. It had to be the Timberwolves. Um, Saturday, March 5th. Saturday, March 5th. Yeah, we could, it will be the Timberwolves. Maybe we do a little – oh, wait. In just two weeks or a little over two weeks, I will be attending the Hawks-Blazers game. That is fun stuff. So right I will get video footage from that and whip up a little video revolving around that. I think we got pretty good seats if I'm not – or if I'm – if I remember right. But – the Lasers are just trucking along, you know, starting lineup tonight. Keon Johnson is getting his first start tonight. Wow. Who is, repla- who is he replacing the starting lineup? Is that game at home? No, it is away. It's at Denver. Yeah, I mean, last time. No, it's at the Motor Center. It's at the Motor Center. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. I lied. Um, but let's see. Wait, starting lineup tonight is Simon's Hart. Keon Johnson, CJ Ellaby, and Drew Eubanks. So maybe Justice Winslow's heart or something. Greg Brown is available, but Winslow, Bloodsoe, Ingles, Lillard, Little, Luzada, and Nurkic are all out. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Big injury report. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check in a little bit. Yeah. I, I got an exam tomorrow I have to study for. So. Yeah, I don't know how much of it I'll be watching. I'll be surprised if the final score will even be on the Instagram tonight. Um, but that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you still enjoyed it, even though it was just us two. Uh, the mailbag episode, if your question was included, thank you for asking the question. And yeah, appreciate that it. your question was included. Um, 
We'll probably do another podcast in about a week or two. We'll probably get back in the swing of things. Uh, just took a little break over the All-Star break to just recharge the batteries. Uh, so, we'll see you next time. Hopefully all three of us will be here. Peace. Peace.